0: What's up garage door guys, this is Ryan with another episode of Torsion Talk. Today we have a uh, off the track episode, which we do every other week. As you know, we do an interview every other week and in the weeks between we do an off the track episode. Uh, today is going to be a different day, I think. Uh, I'll be straight up with you guys. Like This has been a little bit of a crazy week for me, um, so I'm just going to talk. And share, uh, I guess, what I'm doing, what I'm going through. And uh, hopefully, you know, maybe it helps somebody. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Uh, But we're just going to take it chill today. Because, quite honestly, uh, I'm just going through some stuff. And today kind of snuck up on me. Adrian pops in is like, hey, we got to do the podcast today. And uh, I wasn't really, truly, honestly... Uh, super prepared for it. So, um, I'm just going to share kind of what's going on and, uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, so I'm going through this phase right now where I think like, I don't know, I feel like most people go through it every once in a while when you have some things, uh, happen. So, uh, Saturday we hosted, when I say we, I mean like such and such, which is our marketing company. Uh, hosted an entrepreneur event, and uh, it went okay. Like, uh, I actually, I'm being probably modest. I feel like it was really good. Um, I think where I'm saying it's okay was uh, I was a little bit frustrated with, um, you know, you try to think of everything prior to an event. Um, I think we had some sound issues that I wish I probably would have been a little bit more prepared for. Um, other than that, I felt like it went really well. Uh, the content was excellent and the, 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 we did a panelist discussion where we had three people who I know very well, um, do, um, questions like Q and a, and then we open it up where the audience could ask questions. And, um, I just, I don't know. I love it. I think that, um, the information out of that is Uh, amazing like it turned out like the content was just really good I I think there's a lot of content in that that nobody's heard before or uh, you don't hear very often when it comes about being an entrepreneur but entrepreneurship is hard and um, I'll probably be cutting up some video and sharing it with you guys but I think one of my favorite uh, questions uh, or answers to a question was I asked Robert Turnbull. Uh, actually, I think I asked all three of them, like what is the number one quality of like a successful entrepreneur? Do you remember what Robert said? I think he said that it was um, humbleness. I mean, like, I just want to share real quick about that because I get humbled regularly. Um, Not necessarily by choice but I think sometimes like unintentionally uh, I'll get a little bit too about myself. Like not on purpose. I mean I think my intentions are really good but Sometimes we just get so self-focused on us and what we're doing and um we we forget and it and we become selfish almost and um and then like for me because I'm a person of faith like God reminds me sometimes in a difficult way uh where it kind of hurts a little bit like a spanking almost when you were a kid. I don't know if y'all got spankings, but, uh, so when he said humbleness, you know, it reminded me, it's easy for me to sit back and, and feel somewhat successful, uh, with my garage door company because, you know, uh, you know, a lot of things had to happen in order for it to be where it's at. And not all of that was me for sure. Um, and i believe that you know a portion of that is i do i do recognize the fact that i have a lot of favor um i do recognize the fact that uh, i've got amazing employees both past and current um and you know timing i think plays a big role in it as well Um, so when we when we had this event saturday like i felt like it was more about me trying to give back. We did it for free. And um, I don't know, it, it kind of like rubbed me raw and, and, and made me feel like the beginning again because it reminded me of some of my most humble and uh, fearful moments of starting my company. And I touched on it, I think, on the very first off the track or intro, the actual, the intro. Uh, it was the first episode that we did. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have a little bit of a misconception of what my situation was like. But, um, you know, I jumped out in faith uh, to start this business with one week of training. One week and I came back here and started running service calls. And, um, you know, it was the, the, for, like, it wasn't long after that. Uh, I found it very interesting. You know, I was an executive for a software company. Um, and I don't know what that means. But, like, to me, that felt very prestigious. Um, but I never devalued anyone because of their role um as a matter of fact i always made it a point for me to walk around the office and hang out with everybody and um you know all the way down to the janitor and the cleaning people i was friends with them all um you know i even if i had a minute i'd get up and help them um but then I started this business and became more of a blue-collar uh, worker. And I remember the first time I walked into a guy's garage and he wouldn't shake my hand and he talked to me like I was dirt. Um, and that, you know, uh, I was only there to not inconvenience him any further than he already was inconvenienced. Um, <clears throat> That that was a humbling moment for me, um, and I felt almost like a definitely a screw you feeling, but like a lack of appreciation, and I feel like that's kind of the place that uh, a lot of people get in the garage door industry. We're kind of we're kind of viewed. Uh, with a lack of appreciation. I think there are there are a group of people who do appreciate us, right? I mean, your door breaks. We get out there as quickly as possible. We fix it so you can get to where you're trying to go. But there's, you know, 20 30% of people that just absolutely don't appreciate you at all, regardless of how good or bad of a job you do. They just want you in and out, and they regret the fact that they're even having to deal with us anyway. Um, so, you know, Um, not necessarily leading to this point, but, you know, I would just like to encourage the technicians out there, you know, there is a lot of purpose to what you're doing. Like you should feel pride. Uh, I think it's important not to be cocky or arrogant, but, um, to appreciate the value that you deliver. And not everybody's going to see that when you pull into a garage, uh, or into a driveway, but, You know, you can't lose the fact that what you're doing is important. And I think that um, you can't let people like that jerk um, devalue you and affect you. I'm also going through a little bit of a phase. One of my, um, you know, a guy that I met probably about eight years ago, he was young. A little bit wild. Reminded me of myself when I was a kid. And um, I couldn't shake him. He was like always asking me questions, wanting to hang out. Um, and so I hung out with him once or twice and we kept in touch. And I kind of started to mentor him a little bit. And uh found out Sunday that he passed away in his sleep on Saturday. Um, so that's hit me pretty hard. Um Saturday I found out, excuse me, one of my really good friends, his wife uh, had beat breast cancer twice. Um, Amazing people. Like, you know, you think about the things you've done in life and uh, what you probably deserve based on those things. And then you look at people like this, right? Um, That's, I wouldn't call them perfect, but... God, they're close. Um, And to fight cancer twice, only to find out, um, basically, uh, it's come back a third time and it's terminal. um, And you've been given a very short window to live. Uh, Kids in high school, kids in college. Man. That'll rock your world. Uh, But... I think I'm trying not to ask too many why's right now because I think that does a lot of damage. Um, but it's it's, uh, it's hard to swallow when you see really good people going through a hard time and uh, they're, they're just, you know, they've done good their whole life almost. And uh, you, know, you got people who have not done well at a young age or whatever. And, you know, here I am, I don't know. I'm somewhat healthy and, uh, have a business and doing well. And, you know, I don't know what the future holds, but I don't know. It's just, uh, there's a lot of questions I think that I'm trying not to ask, uh, to, to not fall down that rabbit hole of, um, you know, why good people, why, why bad things happen to good people. And uh, I don't know how this is relative to garage doors, but yeah, I think this is something maybe all of us go through at some point in time. And so I'm just kind of sharing my heart. And I told you guys I'm probably not in the right state of mind right now to uh, to even do a podcast. But uh, I'm just gonna kind of share where I'm at. I gotta leave. Uh, We had Thursday is um, Halloween. We're shutting down early. I'm leaving Thursday night. Actually, I haven't even booked my hotel. Goodness gracious. I gotta book my hotel if there's still a room available. Uh, Thursday night we're leaving. Go to IDA Roadshow. Uh, we'll be there. I'm speaking. Um, truly blessed and honored to have that opportunity, and uh, appreciate everybody that helped make that happen. Um, I'm I'm to the point where I'm really trying to get out more um, and speak on things that I'm somewhat good at and share my expertise and, and and what I love to talk about. And so, uh, yeah, hopefully there'll be plenty of value to that. And uh, we're going to talk about best practices and open it up for q and I know there's going to be some recording. Uh, I believe we're going to try to audio record it and then possibly even use it as a podcast. So uh, other than that, we... Um, we got a pretty successful launch going on right now with a big website um, for a local roofing company, actually. And uh, that was a fun one. And then uh, we're about to rebuild our website. Um, so we just got a lot going on. Like um, it's really fun time for me right now because I enjoy the aspect of doing different things every day. So like, um, you know, uh, Monday, uh I was running around, uh, client meetings, this and that, closing deals, whatever. End of the month, Aaron Overhead Doors, like it's all just kind of like squished together, uh, which has made it really fun for me. Um, but I'm in this place of like total appreciation uh, for for anything and everything, and so I'm uh, trying to be more aware of the things that I'm I have and appreciate in life. Uh, family, home, cars, employees, uh, clients, so um, customers, um, and so if there's anything I think that I would try to encourage you guys to do is just find your place. Um, there's that perfect place I think of of balance between uh, being confident in what you do and being humble. And, and appreciation is so big. Like, I don't even know. I, I feel like it's a cycle almost with me. Like, I, I fall into these holes of ungratefulness sometimes or, or I hate to use the word bitterness. Um, but I feel like nothing feels right. Like, I'm almost out of place. Um, and it doesn't take very long, but, uh, when I get like that, I end up finding my way back. And so, um, I'm working through that now and you guys are kind of seeing it all because I'm just kind of all about sharing. (laughs) So welcome to the life of Ryan. Um, not that that's the most intriguing uh, thing in the world, but, um, that's where we're at today. We, um. We had a little bit of a hiccup. We ordered some, uh, the new, we were super excited actually, the new CHI 2700, uh, I call it like infinity glass doors, but we had a really cool um, customer, uh, entrepreneur. Um, we actually got into a conversation. I don't know if any of you guys have ever done this, but uh, he's brought up the idea of investing in my garage door company. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but, uh, I think that's interesting. Um, obviously, he's got the money to do so. But, um, you know, when you take on money, you take on a partner, and, and you want to make sure that you guys work well together, and uh, that can be a little bit of a challenge. So I don't know that I'll go that route, but it's, a, it's fun to entertain, and uh, it's really exciting and uh, humbling to, to know that uh, a tech entrepreneur that you didn't know, in the middle of selling them garage doors is uh, interested in throwing down a large chunk of money to, uh, to invest in your company. Um, He likes the process and the people. So uh, that feels good. Um, Even if nothing comes of it, but the, uh, the order, excuse me, the order was messed up apparently somewhere along the way. And uh, instead of having glass on every section, we got glass on one of the four sections so we were unable to install that door today unfortunately but uh, we got it squared away doors are reordered and uh, we'll have those installed in about two weeks so i'm really excited to see those i'm kind of disappointed and so is the customer at the fact that uh they didn't go in today as well as my installer um because that's decent money for him but uh Uh, Other than that, we got some really cool doors going in. This has been a decent month for us. Not super great, uh, but I think we're going to fall a little short of goal, Uh, but our expectations were kind of high. And then um, we're kind of preparing and uh, bracing for December, Uh, but normally we have a decent November, and then December is usually down. January is decent, and then we start to really take off in February, March, April, May, June. And then July is typically down, but this year, June was down and July was huge. So you never really know, but, um, I think it all also depends on your, um, your pipeline. So I think we can talk a little bit about that and make it garage door related. at least a little bit, uh, we're at 18 minutes. So I want to give some content that might be of value to you guys at some point during this thing. Um, so first off, um, I'm a big fan of pipelines. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, Um, but pipelines are great for salespeople. Um, We actually use kind of like a pipeline uh, idea for our garage door installation process as well. So a pipeline is the stages of where you're at with certain deals. So for example, you might have the first phase be um, prospecting. Um, Second phase of your pipeline be interested. Um, Third phase might be quoted. Um, Fourth phase might be um, uh, like a waiting or um, uh, um, closed one, closed lost. These are all categories of a pipeline. So when you have a pipeline, um, you try to keep it as full at the top as possible and as as it gets through it, um, it actually kind of shaves down a little bit. Um, you're going to lose some at the top, and you're going to lose some through the middle, uh, but your goal is to get it all the way through the pipeline um, to what's called closed or closed one, uh, one revenue. So that's a pipeline. Uh, we use a software called Trello, uh, T-R-E-L-L-O.com. I think you can use it for free. Um And we keep track of our pipelines and, um, I can tell you usually when we're going to have a bad month, unless something like crazy pops up and we get a big deal, that's like, you know, 30, 40, 50 grand that was not expected, but that doesn't happen every month. So, um, you know, you got to count on your pipeline. And if you're rolling into a month where at the end of the month, you just wipe out your pipeline, um, I can pretty much guarantee you that we're not going to hit our goal the next month. And so it's a great way for us to kind of monitor and, and make adjustments and change things. Um, I'm currently trying to stay at about an 8% marketing uh, to uh, revenue. So if we take in, let's say this month we hit 150, um, I'm going to do 8% of that goes to my marketing budget. And then I, um, I think that uh, our plans would be for next month to probably do a little bit better than that. Um, So the problem with it, like doing it that way, is if you have a bad month and 8% of your marketing budget is significantly less than what you should spend, um, you could have two bad months due to that. So you got to be super careful and know when you want to jump the gun. Um, I've had months where I've been at, uh, 13, 14% and I've had months where I've been at six to 8%. So it just depends, but I, um, I adjust it accordingly, uh, based on what's needed. Uh, lately I've been backing off of AdWords a good bit because we're generating revenue from so many other places at the moment. And being that it's our fourth year in business, we're really starting to get a lot of repeat referral business, which is nice. Um, obviously, uh, we're working our database so I have um, dispatchers who call annual customers and previous quotes. Um, so we're doing outbound phone calls to our existing database. That's helping uh, as well because it's keeping us uh, friend of mind. And then we're working on something right now, too. Um, it's not finalized yet, but we're working on releasing it in, like, December just an idea that I had a while back and uh my commercial manager actually came up with a brilliant way to do it. And so I think we're gonna implement that. Um, but I wanted to get our phone number programmed in everyone's phone. Um, you know, I think the stickers are huge. I think that's important. And I think people may forget that we're even in their contacts list, but um It just so happens that I adopted a name, Aaron Overhead Doors, uh, from a buddy of mine out in California. So um, not intentionally, but AA, uh, most people sort their phone contacts by alphabetical order. Um, First name, what's yours, Adrian? What's What's your contacts? How do you sort your contacts? First name or last name first? Yeah, so... Uh, I'm asking everybody because I I feel like if we can get um, so we're about to print new stickers and we're going to put a QR code and the new iPhones, you don't have to have an app. You can just use the camera. Uh, I think it's the same way with the Android. Right. Um, So you can just point the camera at the QR code, which may make QR codes more relevant now, because, you know, I think that's always kind of been the downfall of those things. Um, But. You can actually um, have that create a contact uh, from the QR code, which is really cool. They still got to hit the button to save it, but it actually creates the content or it sends the contact to them. So I think we're about to implement that, which would be really cool because um, I imagine not a ton of people know errands, but either way, when they open up their contacts, uh, we will be at the top, we'll be the first one. So, um, any way that I can get in front of my customers. I try to find little ways like that. And so um, I think QR codes are not a bad idea right now, especially with the integration into the cameras. And then um, let see what else. Oh, we're working on budgets and planning for next year, which is huge, right? So we probably spend 40, 50 hours um, in Q4 of the uh, pri- excuse me the prior year doing planning. So we're trying to set goals like, you know, our what, what we're trying to sell each month. Um, we're trying to set our budgets for revenue and uh, expenditures. And then, um, you know, the, uh, you can predict most everything based on the previous year. There's obviously going to be increases in some areas, but you should have increased revenue as well to make up for that. So we're, uh, we're working on that, and that's coming along nicely. I think that, um, this year, well, last year we did probably the best job. We were almost right on every single month, uh, with our bottom line, which is extremely hard to do in a volatile market. Um, so, uh, I would say it's been a successful year. Um, so for that, we, um, We've got some plans next year for some additional growth strategies. I think I've hit on that before with the planning. Like I'm I'm a big believer every year you should evaluate what you're doing, what your growth opportunity is, and then also take into consideration um, like additional lines of revenue. Uh, I think we touched on like the uh, storage uh, stuff or doing the flooring. Uh, you're already in the garage, so you get the opportunity to see and offer things like that. And, um, you know, especially if you're working with a woman, she's definitely, uh, most women appreciate an organized room. And so I think, uh, selling organizational stuff is great. Um, but we're looking at additional lines of revenue. We're looking at, um, uh, expanding into new areas. Um, so whatever we decide to do though, um, you know, I hope that, It works. Uh, We make our our educated guesses. But um, I think the more planning and strategy you put into it, the better you got a chance of of making it work. So anyway, I would just challenge you guys to take a look at everything that you're doing, try to put a budget together. It's not that scary. Um, I think even if you just started with a simple like here's my monthly expenses that are planned every month and the dates that they're due, You know, here you know, look back on the year and take a look at your unexpected expenses, how much you're spending monthly with your vendors, which you could call them and get uh, like a breakdown of your invoices by month, um, and then payroll, obviously, um, and then take all that and put it together and break it out by month, and then take your uh, your monthly sales. I do so you got sales and you got revenue. Uh, I don't really watch revenue that much. I watch sales because I know that revenue trails sales. And so I focus 90% of my attention on sales, like new sales. Um, so our goals are all sales-related, not revenue-related. Um, and most of the time, if you sell something, um, well, a big jobs, typically you're going to get half revenue up front, half at the end. So it's kind of split out. It, I, I like to focus on sales. So um, I look at, see what we sold for that month um, each year, and then we make our adjustments. So if we know that every year December has been at this, but every year we've climbed an additional ten or fifteen or $20,000, I can pretty much look at December's numbers last year and add $10,000, $15,000, $20,000 to it and know that I'm within range of where I should be. Now, where it's whack is if you've got expenses that are beyond that, which would not be good. Uh, So you want to try and keep that in the positive, of course. But if you don't, you know you got to cut somewhere. And so um, that's the tough part. Um, But that's it. I mean, I would say that uh, I would encourage you guys to do a budget, do some planning, get your numbers together. Now's the perfect time. And uh, don't let January sneak up on you to the point where you don't know what's going on. Um, I would have a plan and it's interesting because, you know, I've got Tisha here who's kind of handles all my finances and she's amazing. Um, But when we started really holding ourselves accountable and holding true to our budgets and really being strong with it, um, that is when I think things really started to turn around for us. So uh, I think telling your money where to go versus your money telling you where to go is two different things. And so if you do your planning now, I think you'll be prepared. And in January, you'll be telling your money where to go. And uh, I would highly, highly uh, recommend you guys do that. Anyway, listen, technicians, you guys rock. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, I think the combination of the great business minds that we have in the industry, um, along with the great technician minds that we have in the industry, is what makes this so great, Um, you know. Never forget your role and and how important you are to the whole scheme of things. And um, I just want to give a shout-out to you guys for doing what you do, especially right now. It's getting cold. In Atlanta, this is not that big of a deal for us. I think the guys are probably enjoying it. Um, But I know up north and some other areas you guys are getting pounded. Um, California, I think we got some fires going on, you know, just uh, prayers go out to the businesses out there because, you know, you guys got enough to deal with just running your business on a day-to-day, but now you got evacuations and uh, fires that you got to try to manage and figure out how you're going to make money during this time of evacuations. Um, yeah, you know, and not to undermine the, the reality of people not leaving and, and dying. So uh, prayers go out to California. Hope you guys uh, are safe and uh, take care out there. If you guys need anything from us, again, don't forget, I run a marketing company, and um, I love, absolutely love and adore our customers. We do a phenomenal job for them. As a matter of fact, um, I'll give a quick little scoop on uh, Jag & Sons out in. um, just did a case study on them. When we first started with them, they were nowhere to be found, and uh, 30 days in, doing some SEO and some other services, uh, we were able to correct a major issue with Google My Business, uh, get them listed on there, and then get them on page one, I think, for like five or six different search keyword terms um, in the West Haven area. Uh, it's in flux. I think I checked it yesterday or the day before, and it's dropped a little bit, but that's not uncommon. Uh, we're going to continue to work at it. It's a monthly thing. That we continue to do, but from going to when we first launched their website, I think it was page six or seven for all the keyword phrases to page one within 30 days of working on SEO. Uh, I'm pretty excited about the results and we still have so much work to do. Um, so no doubt we'll get them up. I think we can do the same for you. If you guys are interested in any type of marketing, um, whether that's we offer consulting where I can work with you guys on growth strategies, management, um, marketing, consulting, whatever, like you don't even have to hire us to do your marketing. We can just be kind of like a consultant and help you guys put the energy in the areas that you're wanting to go in. Um, and we can kind of help point you in the right direction. And then, um, like Facebook, uh, I'm huge believer. Like I'm making good money off of Facebook right now. Um, I've wouldn't say I've got it all figured out, but I got it pretty down. Um, I think we can share some of that information with you guys, um, at some point, but right now I'm going to try to make as much off of this as possible, doing it the way I'm doing it before I share all my secrets. Um, and then don't forget our sponsors. We got Somer USA Somer builds operators that are amazing. And in some cases, Somer can bail you out. I've got one client right now with no side room, um, very little headroom. And I think we're about to, he doesn't want uh, a trolley motor. So I think what we're going to do is probably slap a, uh, probably going to slap a SOMER on there and mount it sideways underneath the track. I think that'll work. So um, regardless, they're so customizable and that's what I love about them. And in, in you're in a bind and you uh, need something that's kind of out of the box. SOMER operators not only are kind of built for that, But they have adapters, and they've already kind of thought of it, and they've engineered um, parts that you don't have to kind of engineer yourself. So you can just buy the parts from them, mount it sideways, get the adapter that mounts on the door with the motor being mounted sideways, all kinds of stuff like you don't even know. It's crazy. SOMER, check them out. And then we got Surewinder, which we're a huge fan of here. We bought our first Surewinder probably about six months ago. Was it about six months ago? I think so. Anyway, uh, we've enjoyed it. We've trained on it. We love it. Uh, So we're very grateful to have that tool in our toolbox because uh, that helps reduce injuries. And so um, check out Surewinder. It's a really well-built product. Um, And uh, I think the biggest knock on them is people don't appreciate the price. Um, And I don't know what all goes into it, but it's well-built. And, and well thought out and uh, I think the price once you understand it and you have it in your hands you're kind of like ah I see why they priced it the way they did uh, not only the material but the well thought out design and also um, just the wear and tear that it takes off um, so you don't have that going on with your shoulders so check them out surewinder uh, surewinder.com and I'm sure they'll be happy to help you Make sure you tell these guys that you heard about them through Torsion Talk podcast. And I uh, want to give a huge shout out to everybody who messages me. Uh, I got a message um, What was it yesterday. Let's see if I could pull that. Caden. Caden Hutchins. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate the encouragement. Um, you hit me up on Facebook and let me know that you uh, stumbled across the Torsion Talk podcast and you're enjoying it. Um, I really appreciate that. I love when people message me and tell me how this podcast is affecting them uh, or how it's helpful. And if you guys have any topics that you guys want me to talk on on these off the tracks, um, it might be best that you guys do that because otherwise you might get more of today and then you guys are just going to not really enjoy it. I don't think so. Uh, anyway, hit me up. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can hit me up on uh, Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, I think I'm on Instagram personally. I don't really manage it. Um, So Twitter, Facebook, and um, you can hit me up on Facebook anytime. I'm pretty active on there all day. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Enjoy this episode. And if you have requests for things that you'd like me to talk about or go over and off the tracks, make sure to let me know. Thank you.